0: well aloha howdy welcome to this episode number one of the visibility podcast visibility is a strange old fish and I'm hoping in the next few episodes I'm going to explain to you what it is that I do and how you can figure out a lot of this for yourself visibility basically is when people look for what you do do they find you or somebody else. That's really all it boils down to. So this can be things from SEO to social media and things like that. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I've agonized over putting together this podcast for a while, but I didn't really get around to it because I wanted to set up the, the fancy microphone and, and all of that stuff and set, sit down with a, some kind of a script or an outline. and. As often happens in life, these things get pushed onto the back burner. So, right now, I'm in the car, I'm driving to Wales, and I thought, hell with it, let's just get this podcast recorded. Let's get the ball rolling. So, I do hope the audio quality is good enough, it's bearable, and that the content is more than enough to uh, kind of overshadow any sounds of indicators and Potential swearing at other drivers <laughs> okay so let's get started okay so first off I do want to make one thing clear I think we should probably address SEO first because search engine optimization is something that people really get hung up on so it's probably best to start there SEO is usually the process of getting your website to the top of Google. That's the, the famous phrase that everybody likes to use. The top of Google, that mysterious, elusive place. Well, there's a few things we need to talk about before we get there. And the first thing is actually, how do you win Google, Google's favor? Well, to win Google's favor, you have to give Google exactly what they want. And that's what we're going to go into now okay so what Google wants is to make as much money as possible same as any large company and the way they do that is through advertising on their search engines that among many lots of other kind of ways of advertising but that's one of their main things if the results that come back are rubbish people will go and use another search engine so for example if you're looking into becoming a a Siamese cat breeder for example to pluck an example off the top of my head then you go to Google and you type you know how to breed Siamese cats well if the first website was just about cats nothing to do with Siamese cats or breeding them you'd be annoyed you'd you'd come off that result and then you click the next result and the next result might be about breeding but might be about horse breeding So soon enough, you'd get really annoyed and you'd go and use another search engine like Bing or Yahoo or or whatever else. Now, Google doesn't want that to happen, so they want to give their users the very, very best results. And that's really all it boils down to. So to win at Google, just give the very best result for the person using Google. That's literally it. Now, what that boils down to, is, yeah, your website about cat breeding. Why not build a page about Siamese cat breeding and build a page about every other brand of cat or breed of cat, rather? Now, this is a big effort, but you know what? That is something that pays off in the long run when we do keyword research, which is what we're going to look at now. Alright so keyword research is the biggest stumbling block that most people have. Here's the situation. Let's leave the cat example and let's let's use a very real-life example for me and that is being a tribute act on the music circuit. So I'm actually a Michael Buble tribute act and I'm driving to Wales at the moment. Keeps me busy at the weekends, keeps me out of trouble. So Let's say you're a Michael Buble tribute act as well. You're a Buble tribute and you think I want to win Google. I want to come up number one for Michael Buble. Well, this is where we start looking at choosing your battles wisely, because I promise you now, you will never come up number one for Michael Buble. Lots of reasons. For one, it's a brand in itself and the real Michael Buble will always win that race. But also you're up against Fan sites, news sites, music sites. You know, people might be looking for Michael Bublé's height. They might be looking at his tour dates. They may be trying to find his wife's name. All these different things. So people searching Michael Blaze are aren't really looking for a Michael Bublé tribute necessarily. Plus, you're up against all the big boys, all the news outlets, like I said. So that is a ridiculous keyword to set your sights on so michael buble tribute well that's an admirable one to go after if you can win that yes that's the one that everybody's searching for the problem is and i'm going to go into my little race analogy soon is that you're running a race against too many big boys let's just call them so it really is impractical going against something like Michael Bublé Tribute as your short term goal. Long term, if you win that, happy days. I'm stoked. I'm really pleased for you, but I'm going to tell you now, short term, let's look at easier wins. Because for example, if there's a hundred people a month searching for Michael Bublé Tribute, then Michael Bublé Tribute Manchester may only get 10 searches a month, maybe less. But if you're based in Manchester, then wouldn't it make sense instead of driving all the way to Bournemouth to do a gig you could get all the gigs local to you first so if you're a a, a cat breeder then wouldn't it make sense for people to find you know people in Chester if people search cat breeder Chester they find you because somebody in Aberdeen doesn't want to drive to Chester for a cat necessarily so it does make sense to use local search kind of uh, modifiers now you have done it yourself when you've been searching for something you might search for I don't know an electrician you might search electrician you get all these national results and then you think actually well I'm based in Rotherham I'm going to type electrician Rotherham it just makes sense to find a local result because they're probably cheaper they're probably more available to to help you out at short notice. And the same thing goes for whatever your business is, using geographical modifiers makes absolute sense. And let's head on to my race analogy. Here it is. When you go after a keyword such as Michael Bublet tribute, you're going after a very difficult keyword. You're joining a race that some people have been running for years. And they've been plowing money and effort into this keyword. So for example, you would be going up against the big agencies of the country. For example, there's an entertainment agency called Garston and their website has thousands of pages. And I know that they have staff members who work every day on producing content for their website. So you're running a race against people who've been doing it longer than you already. So they're, they're further ahead and they're producing content and and making efforts to win that keyword every single day so that means they're running really fast and because everybody is producing lots of content that means the finish line is moving away from you quite quickly so essentially you're running uh, running a race against Usain Bolt on a magical track where the finish line is continually moving away. That is not a race I fancy taking on. Now, if I was gonna go after, for example, Michael Buble Tribute Manchester, well, that gets a lot of searches, not as many as the national search or without a geographical modifier. But, you know, it, it still gets enough searches to make it worthwhile. But again, loads of people are focusing their efforts on that one. So instead, I'm based in Rochdale, I'm gonna focus first on Michael Buble Tribute Rochdale. Now choosing to go after that keyword, people aren't focused on that keyword as much. They think, well, it's not worth it. There aren't as many searches, which I'll get to in a second. So what you want to do is just put out a bit of content based around that keyword, and suddenly you'll find that you're winning because essentially you've joined a race that's being run by primary school children instead of Usain Bolt and Olympic runners so yeah there are less searches for Michael Bublé tribute Rochdale but what's going to happen is one of two or three things first off you're going to win more easily so that means you can then move on to other related nearby towns so I'm I'm in Rochdale I might do Michael Bublé tribute Rochdale and then Michael Bublé tribute very Bolton, Huddersfield and slowly expanding my circle. I might even go to to smaller local areas. So for example, Ramsbottom is a place near us. It's not massive. It's not tiny. It's somewhere in between and I'll win that one very, very easily. So that's going to happen. Now, secondly, if somebody in Ramsbottom searches for Michael Bublé tribute and they're in Ramsbottom, Google knows where they are because they might be on their phone which uses their gps or it might use their ip address to show local results uh from their home computer well i've got a page called michael buble rams bottom or michael buble tribute rams bottom and then they're in rams bottom google's gonna join the dots because google wants to give them the best results so google says here you go have this one so you come top of the pack that way so this gives me more opportunity to win more local business okay which is of course much better for me I don't want to be driving all day to get to a venue to set up and of course I pass that cost on so I can do slightly cheaper gigs locally to me and pass the saving on to the customers which makes for an easier sale and then thirdly, what will happen is my website, for example, that has Michael Buble Tribute Ramsbottom, Michael Buble Tribute, Rochdale, Michael Buble Tribute, Berry. They all contain the keyword Michael Buble Tribute. All those pages. And just the modifier at the end says, that you know, where, the, where it is. So, for example, somebody typing Michael Buble Tribute, who's based in, I don't know, maybe Bolton, it may show the Bolton and the Rams bottom and the very results all in the same first page of Google which is magical because every space that you take up you're pushing people further down the page so this is what we call longer tail keywords so short tail keywords high traffic volume and uh, much much high competition or higher competition so more difficult to win so that's a long-term game that you should be going after and all the newbies they're all wasting their time on the short tail keywords now next up as well as the geographical modifiers so adding a, a town or a city or an area maybe you might put northwest instead of a town instead of that i want to introduce you to what we call buyer intent keywords. All right, so buyer intent keywords. This is where, you know, somebody isn't just having a mooch, having a look around for something, but in reality, they are super serious about what they're looking for. So for example, if I was, I dunno, looking for an electrician in Rochdale, if I type electrician Rochdale, We don't really know why I'm looking for that person. I might be trying to track down a friend. So I might just see his name. Oh yeah, I know Steve, he's an electrician. What was his number again? I might be looking for him that way. I might be looking for an electrician job. I might be looking for a car electrician, so an auto electrician. I might be looking for commercial electrician, industrial, residential. Not being very specific. So if I was to use a word like, let's say, house rewire electrician or domestic electrician, well that narrows it down. But buyer intent keywords are things like cost, or quote, or price. So for example, somebody who types house rewire price, well they're deadly serious about getting a house rewire. Unless they're somebody doing research for a project or they're another electrician, you can bet your bottom dollar that they're looking to get their house rewired they're not just debating a career as an electrician or or just doing a bit of random research emergency emergency electrician 24-hour electrician things like that those are buyer intent keywords people tend not to be focusing on them as much emergency and 24-hour yeah people do do those but things like cost price quote uh, reviews best company things like that they are buyer intent keywords they're buyer intent modifiers that make your keywords firstly easier to win and and be close to what people are searching for and secondly more accurate to to what they're looking for so more likely to turn into an inquiry which will then turn into a sale okay so This podcast is getting a bit long already. We're about fifteen minutes in, so I now want to introduce you to one final little trick, and I'm going to describe this to you. But I've got, I've got something special for you coming up next. So I want to teach you now how to use Google to tell you what people are already searching for, and I'd like to make you a special offer at the same time because. All of this is very new and alien to most people, so I would love to do the heavy lifting for you. So why not drop me a line and I will do all of this keyword research for you. I'll take a look at your website and your socials and tell you where you can make some improvements and what I think you should be doing next now this is a chargeable service it's a professional service but don't worry it's not going to break the bank but what it is going to do is going to give you massive clarity on what you need to do next okay so if you're interested in me doing the heavy lifting for you visit visibilitydirect.co.uk right now and look for the button that says do my work for me okay look for that and you will see the best options okay but now let me show you how you can do your keyword research really easily and Google will tell you exactly what people are searching for have you ever been typing something into Google for example electrician and underneath the search box it comes up with some suggestions like electricians near me or you know house rewire electricians and it, and it starts filling in underneath with suggestions. Google doesn't make those up. What Google's doing is Google saying, Hey, loads of people have searched for these things before. Is this what you're looking for? So what Google's actually doing is revealing to you for free what people are looking for. So let's say you're a Michael Bublé tribute you can start typing Michael Bublé Tribute and like I said I'm driving so I'm not in front of a computer but from memory it will probably say something like Michael Bublé Tribute Act in Aberdeen or Michael Bublé Tribute Show or Michael Bublé Tribute for Weddings or Michael Bublé greatest hits. You know, there'll be some that aren't related, but what it is doing is telling you what people are searching for. So this is a really good place to start because remember we said those keywords, you know, everyone's going after the ones with lots of searches. Well, it's very easy to find ones that nobody is searching for. So why don't we go for the ones we know? Google is telling us, hey, people search for this all the time. Is this what you're looking for? So that's one way to do it. Now also, so just Go with whatever you're looking for there. Go with that, you know, press the search button and then scroll to the very bottom. Google is going to more than likely suggest some other similar keywords as well, all of which other people have been searching for in the past, okay? So that is how Google is telling you what people are searching for. Now, what you can also do is click on one of those and again, scroll to the bottom And see what else it's suggesting now this is the very beginning of keyword research I recommend that you do that have a look see what Google is recommending other people are searching for and like I said before if you want me to do the heavy lifting for you I'll do a full kind of appraisal of your existing assets I'll look at your site I'll look at your socials I'll see how well you're doing I'll tell you exactly where you can do a lot better and um, I will do all that for you visit visibilitydirect.co.uk and click on the do the heavy lifting for me or do my work for me button you'll see I've got a few different packages there to suit every budget let me do all the heavy lifting for you all right now I hope you have enjoyed this little podcast I hope it's made sense I hope it's made some clarity of a very murky thing it's simplified and demystified the whole business of SEO and visibility Uh, in the next episode I'm going to look at narrowing down your keywords a little bit further and then how to use that information to win at Google to make sure that you're coming up first and not just in one position but in multiple positions for that keyword on page one Um, if you've got any questions please go to facebook uh, and search visibility direct you will find my page there you can uh, just leave a comment on the facebook page uh, ask me any questions to do with this and we will definitely feature those in the next podcast episode all right then so that's it for now remember visibilitydirect.co.uk you can get me to do the heavy lifting for you uh, by requesting a site audit. Catch you later, cheers, bye-bye!